0: This episode, the original version of King Kong. I understand your stories about that.
1: Just reading an interview uh, with Tom Hanks. Sort of a storytelling principle, I guess, uh, that I thought was a good one when he when told it. Knocks these people into the ravine, and this massive spider comes up to, to essentially attack King Kong. I mean, it's got all the things that we know humans are very uh, attracted to in kind of a macabre way. The core element gets lost. You know, you fill it up with spiders. Welcome to Anecdotally Speaking, a podcast to help you build your business story repertoire. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Callahan, And hi, everybody. I'm
0: Mark Shank. And so a movie reference this morning, Sean, the original and the original and best. No, no, I take that back. The original version of King Kong. I understand your stories about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it draws from a scene in it. Uh, the, I, was, I was reading the New York Times this morning and just reading an interview uh, with Tom Hanks. I uh, enjoy his movies and it was interesting. The, he sort of shared an anecdote to illustrate a sort of a storytelling principle, I guess, uh, that I thought was a good one when he when he told it, he was telling telling the uh, the story of the of just a scene in the original you know sort of uh, King Kong movie, where they're in Skull Island, they're uh, King Kong's chasing uh, you know a couple of people across a, a log, which of course is over top of a massive ravine, and he's he has a log in his King Kong has his log in his hand and he swings it and knocks these people into the ravine and they fall to their death. And as you look down the ravine, as the scene sort of looks, sort of shoots down into the, you can sort of see sort of like these, I don't know, viney web type things just for for a moment. And that's the end of the scene. And the thing about that scene is that in the original version, the director had another scene or another element of that scene. So as soon as the people fell into that those vines they in fact were a a spider's web and this massive spider comes up to to essentially attack king kong and they realized just from the audience's reactions that from that point on people were more scared of the spider than they were of king kong so they cut it Right, they left the. They said we don't need the spider for this particular. Right. So episode. the spider was. There's no reference to the spider. There's <laughs> no. You wouldn't know about the spider unless you had the inside uh, sort of uh, history of the uh, making of King Kong, right? Um, and I heard that and I thought, gee, that's such good advice. You know, a number of times where you hear someone share a story and they just want to put everything into the story and they overwhelm it and the main message disappears or all of a sudden people are distracted by something else and they're not looking at the thing you want them to look at. Uh, and I thought it was just a great little simple story with a, with a really clear point. What do you reckon? Well, I, 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 I like it. I think it's an excellent tiny little story. Actually it just shows you too, how scenes of movies can you know, be great. Illustrations of various ideas and points. I mean, this is sort yeah. of a Hollywood, you know, screenwriter st- story in some ways. But as as we'll find out when we talk about the business uh, application of this, it um, there's lots of things you could use this story to 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 get the message across on. But before we do that, we should talk about what we like about this story.
0: Yeah, and so uh, the uh, I. I've seen that movie and I remember that that scene of King Kong you know he, he where they're crossing the the log trying to get across the ravine get away from King Kong and he kind of knocks the uh the log and uh, or tree trunk huge tree and yep. then grabs it and and it's it, for a second there it's like they're they're super glued to it before they fall right interesting yep. yeah So anyway like it for me uh i, re- I remember that scene and yep. so it was particularly uh uh useful yeah in it was terms visual of uh,
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah so connected it to the this visual uh, of I course you know it's mood. a see-
1: it's a scene with you know a massive monkey um a uh you know violence death i mean it's got all the things that we know humans are very uh, attracted to in kind of a macabre way um So all those things make it make for a good story, right? So you're getting that in a very compact couple of sentences.
0: uh, Yeah, and and I I think that there's a couple of things that you could add to to even amplify that more. So uh, mentioning when it was, uh, because it's one of those timeless movies. I think it was from the 30s. Is that right?
1: Well, that's my guess. I'm not. I should check that out. I didn't didn't check it out specifically. Faye Ray as the as the lead yeah, actress. Yeah, I should have said that. It was the Faye Ray. Whatever happened and to Faye
0: Ray? Yeah. And 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 also that one of the things that was famous about that movie was Faye Ray's screaming. Yes, she she had a good set of lungs on her. That's for sure. Yeah, but Absolutely. it was the, you know like it was one of the not I wouldn't say highlights, but one of the the things that people uh, often remembered about that was that you know her. The the, 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 <laughs> the frequency <terror>. intensity volume <laughs> of her screaming. She yes, yeah, she captured the terror well in yeah. her scream. Yeah yeah
1: yeah. So anyway, I think there some of the reasons. I suppose it sort of makes for a nice snippet, visual snippet. Um, you've already mentioned a couple of things you'd do to make it even better. Um, I think. Uh, I, I, you know, it, just like the, the story is suggesting, you don't want to add too much that you're distracting away from the, the main point. And it was really interesting seeing Tom Hanks telling of that story, you know, because he's in the middle of an interviews and it's just part of the, the you know, the conversation. And was, so, you, you, was, was this a video clip or were you reading it? No, I was reading it, actually, yeah. I was reading it. So... But it was done as a straight back and forwards interview between the reporter and Tom Hanks. Yeah. Right. So, What was the point that Tom Hanks was making with that? Well, the point he was making was that he had done another movie about Tom Wilkins, I think. Tom Wilkins' army or something like that. Um, And there was a a rumoured story that he was asked to portray that particular character snorting cocaine and he's and and the rumor went along the lines that he he refused to do it because he didn't want that distracting away from um, you know the main story and while he didn't confirm the rumor he was sort of I guess then triggered to tell that story about King Kong and and, and, the, and that basic principle of not being distracted away from the main point. Oh, I like
0: it because there's also, you can you can infer some useful business uh, points from that, which is that you know, when you're communicating, sometimes you need to make tough decisions
1: about what stays in and what stays out. That's right. Exactly. You know, and a number of times where you've been meetings or like, you know, we help people with their strategy stories and, often you'll get a group of senior leaders who want to put everything into the story. And they kind of overwhelm the story with just too many events and too many distractions that the core element gets lost. You know, you fill it up with spiders. Um, and, yeah, and as a result of that, you don't get to see Hong Kong, uh, Hong Kong, King Kong. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to the you know the us via hong kong so maybe that's what it's in my mind um so yeah i think you're right it's that, that distraction element and i like yeah, the so idea that you can actually sort of say oh you don't want to have this thing filled up with spiders if you told that story you could use the, that language of the story as a shortcut. oh that's right and so somebody sends you a draft email and you go oh
0: mate i think there's too many spiders in there yeah exactly and- and they know exactly what you mean, yeah. so potentially very useful. So we've kind of gone into the business applications now. So maybe we should we should continue that.
1: Yeah, that, that yeah. discussion. Yep. The look, it reminds me of another story, and I'm I'm not exactly sure how it connects, uh, but uh, I'll, I'll give it a go anyway. Um. So the comedian Andy Kaufman um, had this. Um, Well, he used to do really good Elvis impersonations, right? And, but when he did his Elvis impersonation, people were not that impressed by it because they just watched his Elvis impersonation and sort of said, no, that's a a pretty good go at it. Uh, And so what he did was he came up with a new character, which he called the foreign man. And it was, you know, this guy with a quiet squeaky voice, you know, sort of in a foreign accent. He seemed to be bumbling and, and a little incoherent, and he would do that that bit for five minutes or so, and you got used to the the foreign man, the sort of character, and then he would turn around and just change his clothes and then go straight into his Elvis impersonation. And it was hilarious, right, when he did this because he had this massive contrast between, uh, you know, the... The one character and the other um i don't know again maybe maybe i'm bringing in another uh, another principle about contrast the importance of contrast um and and for him you know by taking out the spider you increase the contrast and by actually um you know i guess having making something you know making it purposely look boring so you can make the interesting thing look even more interesting and i think that's a that's a related um uh, element of this, I think. But what would you say, Mark, in terms of um, other uses? Well, of, uh, I, I, I tell uh, you what
0: I'm going to say. I'm going to yeah. say that that story that you just there, yeah, that was that was spiders. In the context of the podcast episode they were doing, that was spiders. And oh you
1: mean I spidered it?
0: You you put a spider in it. Oh, gee, we should have should have planned that. <laughs> no, no, can, this is fantastic, right? Because I can I can safely say to you. Well, that's that's. I think that's a spider, and we can move on.
1: Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. I like it. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, go going back to King Kong then. All right. So
0: King Kong, they remove uh, they the director removes the spider um, from the scene and focuses or doesn't distract the audience by having another scary thing that competes with. The main scary thing in that movie, which is King Kong. Yeah. Right. So by it's, I know, less is more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the basic concept, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So you could use this, that, that, that story, just say, look, less is more.
1: Yeah. It's a bit more than less is more, though. I mean, it's, it's sort of more like, don't put another shiny object that's going to um, compete for people's attention in your story or in your presentation, if you want them to be all looking at this thing over here, don't throw in another, you know, exciting Andy Kaufman story. Right. All right so this is, I'm going to go with the yes
0: and on that. Mm. So I think that it does make the point less is more. And also the point that you made about the, um, not having another shiny object to compete with the main shiny object. Like it's, a, it's a, a, another uh, different way you could use that story.
1: Yeah, yeah, cool. Any other particular, you know, sort of applications in a business context for our listeners? Well,
0: I'm thinking that you often have people who, and when I say often, it is ridiculously often, where where people will in a, be in a meeting, and they'll talk for ten minutes, and at the end of the t- and they've covered like 20 different things in that 10 minutes and you go look <clears throat> let me tell you about what happened in king kong yeah and king kong spider and uh, there's too many spiders in what you just said what's the key what's the key message you want us to take away yeah if you're coaching somebody you could use yeah. that yeah um and and it, and it really does happen an enormous amount yeah, Where we say so many things that our main message is, is lost. And and not just when we're speaking like but when we're writing. So just uh, the importance of focusing on what is the key message that you want. Yeah, yeah. Get Absolutely. rid of the spiders. Yeah, I
1: like it. Cool. Maybe we should move on to a rating for... Mr. King Kong, Um, what are you you going to give this one, Mark? I am. I'm going
0: to. I'm tossing up. I'm I'm trying to stay away from half marks, but I'm going to give a seven (laughs) point (laughs) five. I tried, but didn't succeed.
1: Seven point five. I think this. To me, this is a strong eight. You know, I could drop this into any little conversation uh, about, especially about storytelling, and but also that broader issue of focusing on what matters most. Don't get distracted. So I'm going to give it an eight. So that's, we're not that far far apart. apart. That's a 0.5 difference. Well, everyone, thanks again for um, listening into Anecdotally Speaking. I hope that's another great story you can add to your story repertoire. And of course, tune in next week for another episode of How to Put Your Stories to Work. Bye for now.